just a few things to say before I let the audio play. First of all, I um, I would highly recommend going to the Wii U's YouTube channel and watching all the videos, liking, subscribing, waiting for more brilliant content to come out from the mind of Fargo Biddles. And the, the other thing, the reason that some of this might sound weird at stages is because the end, at towards the end, Fargo was about to piss himself and... Also, this was video originally, but I've decided to go to audio only. So there may be some bits where it sounds extremely weird. But anyway, I'm going to shut my mouth. Enjoy. <laughs> like, I am really good for this job. Um, yeah. That's us recording now, though. Alright, good stuff. And, what the fuck? I don't know, fuck all this video shit. It's actually doing my... No oh, never mind, though. No, there, we're shorter than I. Um, yeah, there we go. Welcome back to another episode of Bit of Biddles, and today I have a special guest, Wee Goose, aka my brother. What is the crack? It's Wee Goose, and Oshin is my big wee brother. Yes, he's my wee big brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's his stuff. Um, how, how are you today, bro? You all good? Uh, okay, yeah, just fucking slugging on through this lockdown, hoping at the end we'll come soon. <laughs> but it's looking like this is just going to be the, the rest of eternity now. So. Uh, that's that's not the best phrase out there. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is like a suicide note or something. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping the end comes soon. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> no, how's things for you? It's all right. Um, it's going well. As you say yourself, just fucking slugging through this lockdown. Excuse that absolute fucking degenerate mess in the background. Nah. You know, I, I think you've done that on purpose. I think you've been like, oh, the room can't be too tidy looking. I'm going to mess it up a bit here. You know, or you've got somebody in that bed. <laughs> you've, got, you've got somebody hiding in that bed. You've just pulled the blankets over them. Look, yeah. you're on to me, all right? You're on to me. <laughs> um, No, but it's, I don't even know. It's, it's just like, you saw that there. We were trying to, I was trying to get that, this to like actually work and be able to record it. And it was going between like, zoom discord back to discord and then it was working but the microphone wasn't working and then the fucking zoom call wasn't working it's yeah. actually aching like this whole virtual stuff it was balls as well because like i had to i tried to go onto the web browser to use discord but it didn't work so i downloaded it and we couldn't get it working so i downloaded zoom and then i deleted discord because it was like sure i'll never be using that now and then you were like no we're back on discord instead so i deleted I zoom deleted it. <laughs> I just hate having like clutter on my laptop, so I just deleted it all right away. No, I like that's that's a problem that I have as well. Cause like my uh, my desktop is just all these random games. It's like Saints Row One and like <laughs> Fallout Two, and it's like, why do I have that? I'm never gonna play that. Do you know uh, what I mean? Because you, you go on to Steam and everything's like 90p in a sale, so you're just like, I could buy that and I'll play yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Day. Do you know what that's like? It. I, I don't know if you got this when you were like. Uh, like begging to play an xbox but just the way obviously you get your free games or your subscription it was like yeah. that and it's all these random like mmorpgs that you're never gonna play but you're like <laughs> no i'll download them for a rainy day the rainy yeah. day never comes it, it never, never comes happens. ever no i'm still waiting to play like alien extinction or whatever i've got that <laughs> set up and it's just bought it in a sale it's never gonna it gonna actually happen. is it happens to so many games they just get stuck in the twilight zone and they're never yeah. played um, but see, no, see as well, back, back, like, it was literally, like, last week, I re-downloaded Batman Arkham City, and, like, replayed it, it took me, like, a day, and, like, that game is so good, like, seriously, yeah. that has to be one uh, of the best games ever. 
Yeah, the arcade games are amazing. Um, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil lately because I already had like the HD remake of the first Resident Evil and Resident Evil 4 installed on the Xbox. So I just like decided I'll stick that on for a bit of crack and I just got really into it. So I've just been playing through all of them now. There's nothing else to be up to. Like, see, so. see Resident Evil 4 where you have to like shave the president's daughter. That's the goat. Seriously, yeah, it's so good. I know. That's what got me into Resident Evil as a kid. And I like. On the Wii? No, I had it on the GameCube, so that was even... That was that was a fucking long, long time ago. Yeah, but it's held up well. Like, the game still looks good, and then, um, you know, like, they've done, like, a HD remake of the first one, the second one, the third one, so that's just what I've been getting up to, like, this past couple of weeks. I saw that, yeah. There's loads of those in the PlayStation Store. It's, like, they've remade San Andreas, or, like, remastered it, like, five times for GTA. I swear, there's, like, a new one every week. <laughs> Mental, they might. The times as well. You just cut out there. I was just saying, like, am I on now? Am I back? Yeah, yeah you're straight now. You're straight now. Yeah, I was just saying, it's mental. The amount of times they've like remade GTA Five and released it again, and they're just gonna keep doing that for for eternity. Do you know what it is though? It's like they don't have to spend any money on development because they just add in like a new laser jetpack motorbike, and people will spend like sixty five quid to get eight million dollars and it's like why are you doing that do you know what I mean that's what keeps yeah. that game alive <laughs> i remember when like gta online first came out i did like a glitch to get loads of money and like at the time that was enough to buy like the, the bugatti you know <laughs> so i thought like fuck that's it like i bought the apartment i bought the bugatti i've got everything you could possibly want out of this game so i'm done with it and then next thing you know there's like fucking yachts and nightclubs and all this crazy shit it's insane but literally i can't can't play it anymore now because anytime you go into a game you just get like blown up by these like 10 year olds and europeans no seriously it is it's like (laughs) you go into a gta lobby and you're like yeah let's just drive about the city and then some guy literally like comes past in like short shorts and a beer beer goggle hat or whatever and just demolishes you with his fucking oppressor mark ii and it's like why 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 this isn't gta do you mean that's what they've done with saints row though like Saints Row Four is literally a superhero game. Yeah. I mean, how does that work? Speaking of superhero games, and this is probably the worst segue ever, but this is the first question that I got asked. Right. That's What? Right. This is completely unrelated to you in any way. But. All right. Would you rather have? I, I get the exact question. Would you rather have um, Jar Jar Banks's face? or Jar Jar Binks' voice for the rest of your life. And he made sure to clarify in brackets that you can't kill yourself. Right. Well, I'm going to say his voice, because I feel like it's a distinct feature. It's sexy and appealing all across the quadrant. Definitely. Um, And I've already got his face anyways. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough question. You've got a better beard than I'm like, but I mean... Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know who's taking the face over the voice. The voice is better. Yeah, the voice is like his main thing. Everybody loves doing a Jar Jar Binks impression, but nobody's like, oh, here, look at my face. I look like Jar Jar. See, as well, though, I think I'd be like, having the voice would be brilliant depending on your job. Because, like, it doesn't really matter if you're like a teacher or something, but you see, if you're like a drug dealer or like a hardened criminal and you just Jar Jar Binks' voice <laughs> emanating from your face, it's just unreal. Like it is, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like no matter how intimidating you look, you've got Jar Jar Binks' voice. Like, could you imagine? You could probably... Go ahead. 
I was gonna say you could probably make big money off being a voice actor because he's got like one of them voices that could be in like any cartoon. He could be any cartoon character, and it would just fit in perfectly. No, that's that's literally the way it would be. Though we could just do any cartoon for anyone under ten, and just make bank, and then he'd be the first like weird alien hybrid to be a yeah, billionaire exactly. on Earth. Do you know what I mean? Be unreal, right? He had so much ahead of him. Here, no, I don't know if you're gonna want to answer this question, right? I don't know. What happened with Shane Todd? Is it true? He, I don't know where this has came from. Is it true he DM'd you after Belfast Mentality slavering? <laughs> no, he did not DM me. Um, no, there was like a thing on Twitter um, where there was like a dude, a dude that drinks in the bar that I work in uh, was just like, oh, here, I heard your rap video. It was class. I'm going to write a tweet about it. And I was like, go ahead, mate. And he was like, but you don't understand because like, I've got thousands of followers. So like, I'm going to write this tweet. Um, oh, Jesus. And I was like, yeah, That's sweet. So he ended up, he wrote this tweet and he was like, oh, we goose. Who do you think's better? Like we goose or MC Beezer? And, like, Obviously I, we I goose. Actually, it is we I goose. I can see where like, and then, yeah, and then like Shane Todd's seen that and he was just like, no comment. Um, and then I think he's like thought that I set that up, which I can see like it yeah. looks like that. Um, That's far off. And then there's a bit of there's like slabber, and then went on after that tweet. None of it had anything to do with me. But uh, then after that, I think that like triggered Shane Todd. So after that, he had a podcast where he was <laughs> like, "What did he say?" He was like, um, "He was just said like somebody asked him like, oh, he, he said like I had like a Twitter feud with somebody, and the guy was like, oh, well, what happened?' And he was like, oh, well, there's this like." Belfast rapper and he's done this thing and you know he's tried to make it look like you know he's trying to like call me out and see what I think about it but I'm not giving them what they want and I'm not like responding to it and then he talked about our rap video and he said that like oh it was just like a pale imitation of what I did it was just like you know the stroke that for me it was plagiarized and all this shit and like I had nothing against Shane Top before that but I was a bit like I don't know because I didn't actually like I didn't arrange for this tweet to go out or for any of this to happen. Yeah. So I was just kind of sitting there, and next thing you know, Shane Todd is like talking about my rap video, being like, "Oh, yo, you stroked that for me." So, like after that, I was just like, "Oh, that guy's a cunt," because like, you know, Belfast mentality was better content than anything he did. No, and that was like my debut video. Like, I have no experience in like releasing videos, making content, and I put this music video out, and it surpasses like anything that he's done. Yeah. So. I, for him to say that like we stroke what he did, I was just like, mate, that's a load of shit. Like, no, no. Uh, I, see, no, but like, see the way you're saying he was like, oh, it's a pale imitation. I literally have no idea how he can say that with a straight face, because like, if you go and you watch the like the MC Beezer videos, like the Belfast mentality like line of of music and like videos is infinitely better in terms of like production quality and actual entertainment value. Which is just what yeah. I'm like, what are you, like, you know what I mean? You're meant to be a comedian. Yeah, that was another thing. Like, from where I was sitting, um, I didn't actually have a big say in what happened in the video for that for that song. I, mm. like, wrote the lyrics and I recorded the song. And then, like, Karen played it to a guy who he knows. And that guy was just like, I want to do a video for that. Patty Cartwright, amazing videographer. Yeah. Um, but... You know, Paddy had a big say in how he wanted to do the video, and he he did it for free. Like I didn't, I didn't pay him anything. He was just like, I want to do this justice, and I want to shoot the video. So like, Paddy took the lead, and it was really from watching the video that she and Todd was like, oh, they've stroked that for me. But again, like, 
I had no say in the video. I had no say in the tweet that went out. So I was just sitting there like this song that I've wrote. You know, he's saying I stroke that from him. So, but I still got nothing against the guy. But it was just a bit like me at this sort of shit. Like, no, I, I, I naturally you're gonna be like, what, what the fuck? Like, I guess it's just why are you getting angry at this? Do you know what yeah. I mean? The way I saw it as well, I was just like, it's a bit of friendly competition. So then, like, the next song came out, Fags. I was like, oh, well, I have to, like, I have to respond to that. So obviously, like I said, like, there's a line where I slapped about him in Fags. But, you know, it's all, it's all love. That's, that's the line where it's, like, in the video, it's, like, subliminal messaging. And the photo of him (laughs) flashes up for, like, literally half a frame. Yeah, but again, like, I didn't even have any say in that frame coming up. Like, I didn't say, Patty did the video, Patty stuck that in. I didn't be like, yo, Patty put a picture of Shane Todd in my video. <laughs> yeah. This is this is literally this is this is all party just like stirring the pot. <laughs> stirring the pot, yeah. Causing this. It, was. it was like it was all these other people stirring the pot and I ended up just like involved in it and I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just you just became the avatar for this YouTube beef. This was actually like the only reason Patty even done it. He was like, I wanna ruin it. I wanna ruin Shane Todd's career with this. Yeah, but uh, no, I don't think it bothered him much anyway, because like, he wrote a tweet about it, just being like, I don't know, like, use Google your lyrics or something like that. Just Google like, your lyrics. <laughs> something like that, I can't remember now, it was a couple of years ago, so. That actually, yeah. that actually, that actually answered one of the, the questions there, if somebody was wondering who filmed the Belfast Mentality video. Yeah, well, Paddy Cartwright is a guy, and if you look him up, like, he's he's got loads of good content, um... I think he's like the official video man for uh, like the Irish (laughs) video man (laughs) for the Irish CrossFit team now. So like you see a lot of his stuff he does for uh, to do with CrossFit. And I think he trains with those guys as well. So like, but here, yeah, no, he's actually like, he's a a talented guy because he's actually in a band as well. Hunk Papa. It's like a local band. You can look him up on Spotify. Like they've got some, some big numbers. Um, Kieran was uh, like my brother, Kieran, because he's big into like the acting scene. Kieran knew Patty and you know put me in touch with Patty and then that's how I got to know Patty. But he's you know, he's he's a he's a man of, of many talents, to say the least. <laughs> was he I don't know if I don't know if it was Patty who filmed those, but back in the day when Kieran done those like those like sketches where he was like some guy, I just remember him like really aggressively talking about someone pissing in his front garden. And I don't know if it was Patty that filmed those, was it? I can't remember that. Pissing in his front garden. No, it was like, right, so it was like Kieran and he was like out, he was like out in some like garage or something and he was like telling a story about this guy who was like pissing in his garden like a dog. Oh, I think that was like a monologue, or not, yeah, like a monologue type yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it was, did. it was a monologue. For, like his, for his like reel or whatever. Um, I'm actually, I think Patty filmed that, but I'm not 100% sure. But then there was this like, there was this short movie that they did together called Accountability. I don't know if you've seen that one, where, um, it was like a mockumentary where Patty was like a reporter from the BBC who came to Belfast to meet with Kieran's character, who was called Myron, who yeah. was like an a, a, a like a rapper from Belfast, but he didn't actually do any rapping. But it was like a mockumentary about the life of a rapper or something yeah. like that. It was, it was really good though, um, and I think they've worked together on other stuff as well. That is that's good shit. Um, yeah. No, but right enough. Uh, well, I, I, I like I know we've been talking about this before, but we'll have to get like me you Cairn, and dad on the podcast for um just to interview dad oh yeah i think that would be like next level shit like no, that no, man definitely. that man has got some stories like i don't know if they're true stories but you know <laughs> no right yeah that's the thing about 
that's the thing about John Bittles. He tell you stories. It doesn't matter if they're true or not. They'll entertain you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like as. And then you. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's it's interesting to watch as well because you get to know like which parts of the story are true and which parts are like exaggerated because. Yeah when you're standing working in the bar alongside him, like you might actually see something unfold and then you hear him telling the story about it later, but you can hear the bits of the story that like are exaggerated yeah. and you know what the truth is. And it's funny though, cause you know, he just does it just to like take the piss. Um, so I, I say this to people when they ask about the bar, like the, the whole, obviously like, you know, the bar is quite a uniquely shaped building. So people may come in for that, but no one stays for the building or the, or what's being served. They do, they come in for a performance. Do you know what I mean? They come in to be entertained. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, Kieran told me as well, because, like, the bar used to be called the Shakespeare. And if you notice, like, the layout of the bar, it's kind of like a stage. Yeah. Because, like, we're, we're behind the bar, and then there's, like, stairs that go up, and all the tables are kind of, like, facing down towards the bar, which is kind of like a stage. Yeah. So you kind of feel like when you're behind the bar that you're, like, on stage, which is weird because it makes it feel like everything you're doing while you're working is, like, this performance. And you know, like the customers yeah. that are standing at the bar, like they're all standing watching, and they think it's a performance too because, like, there is funny shit that happens, but it's it's weird. Like, it's do you know like what the, on a, on a sitcom. the 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 most like the, the most like you know the the biggest point where like you realize that that actually is true is as soon as you do something wrong behind the bar and everybody just starts fucking cheering and hollering. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Man. Like you drop a glass and everyone just starts screaming like rabbit dogs. It's it's yeah. it's wonderful. <laughs> or like they just keep you reminded that like they're listening to everything you're saying because oh, like yeah. i could be standing talking to you but then the guy sitting at the bar just like interjects and says something and, and it's like well fuck it didn't have anything to do with you mate it's, yeah, really... <laughs> it's weird it's it's really annoying but like uh, it, it, some of the customers like that you get like they are you do honestly wonder if they're actors sometimes like so i i don't know about you but i've wondered i've been like are these people actually real are they like characters <laughs> that they play like they come okay. in and they just say the most ridiculous shit and it's like yeah. what the fuck like where have you, you come from you would never like imagine that these kind of people like actually exist but you do just get <laughs> these fucking characters come in off the street and yeah as you said you're like if somebody paid you to come in here and act like this oh, or seriously? is this like is this a bit of a hobby you do where like you make up characters and go into bars um or something like that do you know what i just... i think is the best example of that that guy carl that came in and like yeah. he used to come in before <laughs> and he was like a normal guy and then like one day he came in and he just he, i don't know he's sort of like um just if you ever watch brooklyn 99 he's like captain holt in the fact that like he's just completely like emotionless and robotic but then like one day he came in and like pretty sure he like converted to islam and like he was like in a full like headdress and like i don't even know what happened and you're like yeah. did he actually do that do you know what i mean he was wearing like all camouflage or something. It was, <laughs> it was like, so weird. Why, why have you became so like, I don't know, like extreme out of nowhere? No, like, he, he <laughs> did this happen? Like, he looked like he had joined ISIS because he was wearing like, do you know, like, like in like the typical, like stereotypical, like Taliban member with like that red headdress on and like the the cargo jacket, no? And he was like, Fergal, yeah. Fergal. Oh my god, it's so nice yeah. to see you, Fergal. But he was, he was still really, he's still really nice to talk yeah, to. Like he's still really weird. polite and stuff. He's like, oh hey, how's it going, man? And you're just like, whoa, because <laughs> if you've seen him, you wouldn't expect him to like be so friendly or something. It is. It's um, weird. It's, and he's so animated. I think it's like because he's like Canadian or American or something. I don't know. But like he's everything he says is like really, really animated. So that makes it feel as well like he's this character. 
it is. It's 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 like he's he's like a walking like oxymoron. He is because he's just like hi Fergal. Hi. You're like man, yeah. just relax. I think like. I think people purposely come to the bar as well because they know like there's always a bit of crack going on between the staff and the customers and there's like a bit of jib going back and forth and I think people like they specifically come to the bar f- to have crack because they think like oh, I'll yeah. go down to Biddles and have a pint because I won't just be drinking a pint but like everybody gets to rake each other but that's really annoying because there's some days you're not in the mood for that shit and you're just you just want to go into work and like work your shift and get out but then next thing you know you know, people are coming in and being like, oh, well, Fergal, what's happening to me, mate? And then they're cracking these jokes at you, and you're just not in the mood for yeah, people being smart. And you're just kind of like, mate, you're just like, drink your pint and fuck off. No. Do you know what, it, do you know what as well? It's when, like, they come in and they're doing that, and then you're just like, can you fuck off? Like, are you stupid or something? Can you just go away from the bar? And then they start, like, freaking out, and they're like, why are you saying that to me? That's actually, it's like you come in here for this reason to get slabbered to, and yeah, then you're surprised when it happens. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like people come in and they're like, oh, I can't wait to go in and see see the barman slabber the people. And then they get turned on and they're like, what the fuck? How could this have ever happened? Yeah. But then like on a good day, like it's all it's all good crack. It's like, you know, sometimes it's nice to go into the workplace and that it's like, it's kind of laid back and everybody yeah, can just like say what they want to each other and, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. You know, you know I've always enjoyed that, like we don't work in the sort of place where you have to be like extremely well mannered to everybody you meet because oh, you can't just be like, Oh you you can't Yeah, no, that that is that's a good thing because like if we were working elsewhere and somebody come in, you're like, All right, you fat can't you, you probably wouldn't go down the best with management. Whereas no, like in, in their management is also calling the customers fat cunts and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it works well like that. But then they're like do you know the thing about the like, you know, um, everyone being so like animated and very like, you know, people think that they're very familiar with you. It's like they come in and they just try and push it too far and try and be funny. Do you know what? Like you know what I'm talking about with the taster sign. Yeah, like they'll see the sign that says "Don't ask for tasters," and they'll just be like, "Oh, can I get a wee taster of that beer there? You don't mind, do you?" And you're just like. That's not funny because everybody says it. Like I listen to that every single day. You think you're really original. You think you're really funny. It's bait out. Like stop it. It's no, not seriously. Funny. Seriously, it's like yeah. it's one of those things where when you say it, it it's sh- like it shouldn't bother you. But it's the fact that you hear it so much and you hear it it's said to other people so much and you're just like you're not funny. Like I hope you fucking drop dead. Just stop. Yeah. And then one thing I hate as well is like when you make you get people like making jokes about the prices or like pretending like they're not, that they're not willing to pay full price for a drink or something oh, like that. No. You know where you're like you know they order a pint and you're like whatever it is like four eighty but like we don't make the prices up it's the same price like everywhere you go in the city center and then they're like four eighty fuck Jesus I'll have to remortgage my house. Do you know what I mean? And you're just like oh can I pay you with this bus ticket? And you're just like no mate no. you fucking can't just give me the money yeah. it's not funny and it's like. I don't know. I would never go into somewhere and act like that. I would just I like pay the money and be like, "Thank you very much for the service. That's lovely. That's a exactly. nice pint." And go on about my business. And then, if you didn't like the prices, you could just, you know, drink your first one and not come back. Like, yeah, that's that it as well. It's like no one's making you be there, pay those prices. Like if you want, you could just go out to the office and buy a big fucking crate of beer for a few quid and just like sit in the street drinking it. But like exactly, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Other customers are just. I don't, this no we need to stop this this is literally just went from me being like yeah who filmed who filmed belfast mentality to just slander yeah. 
of yeah, a bunch but they're of all, no they're all they're all lovely people yeah I love them. it's weird though because it's exactly. been like it's in the past year i feel like i've only worked like a handful of weeks you know what i mean oh, it's, no. it's weird like not being there it is it's like one of the places where like do you know what i mean like everyone in it can do your nut in but you go in anyway and you still have a good time because it's just like they are they're good shy talkers Oh yeah, for sure. There's never a moment where you're gonna be bored. No, never a dull moment. No, absolutely not. Like, and then as well, I were you there that day where um, my dad like pretended to be the cleaner and started <laughs> yeah. getting stuck into the owner. He he was like some guy came in. He was like, nah, um, can I get a pint? But he was like tattooed and he was wearing some like shitty like Lonsdale t-shirt. So naturally, like you're not gonna serve him. And um, it just ha- so happened that, like, Dad was mopping at the time. And the guy was just like, why why are you not serving me? Like, why is the cleaner refusing me? And he was like, look, the owner's, like, he's a bit of a cardinal. And, like, I have to do his dirty work for him. And he was like, why? <laughs> like, why is the owner not let tattoos in? Mind you, Fergal, like, you're tattooed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I'm, I'm standing behind the bar, like, covered in tattoos. And the guy looks at me and he's like, you're not allowed tattoos in here? And I'm just like... Nah. <laughs> no. You were being like, nah, tattoos there for fucking wasters. Don't nah, no tattoos in here. Yeah, but we were just looking for like an excuse to get rid of him because he just looked like he was a fucking balloon. And but yeah, but dad was like brushing the floor and he was like, Where's the owner? And my dad was like, he's not here and then he's like, Give me his number, I'll text him and I was like, well, I don't have his number, but like yeah. <laughs> like the guy didn't even question like why does this cleaner have the authority to kick me out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He was just getting fucking torn into, like, it was literally my dad getting torn into himself and being like, nah, fucking, fucking owner's a waster and all this here type of shit. And him and the guy were slabbering about, about this imaginary owner and he was being like, ah, oh, it's baldy cunt and all. It's fucking on, it's so weird, like, you wouldn't say it anywhere else, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, oh, it's terrible. It's sad because, like, when the bars do open again, it'll not be the same sort of crack, it'll be like... It'll be all social distance and like you yeah. won't be allowed at the counter. You'll have to just sit at your table and keep your mask on and all this sort of stuff. It's it's not gonna be like as 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 fun to be a part of. In all fairness though, like it's gonna really, you know, bring people together and make people more charitable and they'll just throw money at you for tips. Which I mean I I'll certainly take do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah happily. They've been cooped up for months, so they're just so eager to give their money to someone. Hmm. Um what inspired you to make music, which is you know completely two related subjects? <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, right. So like I've always been like a massive hip hop head, like since day one. Like the first ever CD I got, I was like no age, and it was Fifty Cent, The Massacre, and I was in like Tesco with my man. I remember being like, <laughs> "Can I get this CD?" And she was just like, "No," and like I just begged her, begged her. I was. I was a spoiled brat, but eventually got the CD. And as a kid, I was sitting listening to fucking 50 Cent, The Massacre. And like, I had no idea what he was rapping about, but I just loved it. Yeah. Um, so always been big into hip hop. And obviously like being into hip hop over the years, you're, you know, you're always like, oh, like I'm going to write a few fucking lines here myself. And, you know, I, so like you would always dabble in like writing a few lines and there would always be shite. So like you would never do anything with them. And then uh, I, I was just like sitting in the car one day listening to um an Eminem cd and i heard my name is which is like what we use the instrumental for uh for belfast mentality um and like i've heard the song a million times but i was just listening to it in the car and i was like this would be the perfect instrumental for like a 
parody Belfast rap. Yeah. 100%. And like I thought, I thought about it, and then like I went home and I started like trying to write to it, and I was I looked at what I wrote and I was like that's shite, so I just like tossed it aside and just forgot about it, and then like months later, my mate Siraj, he released this album. It was called Twenty One Steps Forward, and this was just like a guy that I knew had like released this studio quality album yeah. and he sent it out to me and I listened to it and I was like, that's class. Cause like, it's just like such good quality. Like, this is just like a guy that I know, but you would swear that, you know, like there's so much that just went into it. Yeah. So that kind of like inspired me a bit. And I was like, fuck it. Like I'm going to go back and revisit that Belfast mentality thing. And I had like a lot more, like I was a lot more like inspired. So I went down and sat and like started writing to it. And then like, it all just started like coming together really yeah. quickly and like fuck it was one of them ones where like i was so like excited about it as i was writing it that like i just didn't stop writing it and i was sitting like just all night just like writing lines to it and um like in the space of like a week it had all just like came together perfectly fuck me it was only a week something like that yeah and like you know that it was a week before it was like the finished product but yeah. like throughout the week i was like recording it and then I was like calling Karen into my room and playing it, and like you you knew from the start that it was like it was something that was gonna be really really good because yeah. like Karen's reaction to it, and then like my mama called her in and I was like oh like you know what do you think of this and she was just like oh my god like I don't want people to know you're my son and then she ended up <laughs> being in the video, <laughs> but like I knew by people's reactions and I was like this is like this is this could be really really good yeah so that that just inspired me more and more and i just kept writing and writing and writing and just like juggling all the lines about and that was like like that was my first ever experience of like writing a rap like i because as i said like as a kid you write a few lines here and there but i never actually was like i'm gonna write a song yeah so it just like came together and because it, it whenever we heard the finished product and we were like this is really good we just like had to get the video out right away yeah and at that time, I never had any intentions of like ever writing another rap again. It was just purely like a bit of crack. I was like, I want people to hear this. I want them to laugh at it. And, you know, if it makes a few people smile, that's great. So yeah. I wasn't even intending on like branding myself as We Goose. I was just going to like upload a video of it to like my Facebook, my personal Facebook, and just like maybe it would get shared about. Maybe people would see it. That would be great. Yeah. But then like my mates, like Mark and Patty, who did the video, they were all like, no, like you need to like, you know, you need like your rapper name and you need to have like a platform for this, make a Facebook page, make a YouTube channel. Like, you know, are you writing any more at the minute? And like, I was just like, so not interested at the time. I was just like, no, like we'll just do this video and that'll be it done. Yeah. And then, you know, so that we had nothing else prepared and then we released the video and it kind of like took off massively. And so many people were like, oh, when are you making more videos? When are you doing another one? So it was Naturally, really just yeah. like, it was other people that, you know, the feedback of like these fans, I was like, oh, all right, okay, well, maybe I should do another one. So that's why it like took so long. But also like, cause we're not like content providers. We're, we've all got like full-time jobs. We're not like making money from, you know, putting content out. So I get like, asked that so much. And like, it's not even me that like, you know, uploaded the video with people being like, how much money did your brother make off that? expecting me to be like yeah 100 grand but re realistically it was nothing yeah. was it i know like i no, i didn't make a penny i've actually like invested money into it you know what i mean like yeah. it's the money i've spent for like props and videos the money i've spent you know just like getting the, the last couple of songs where there's like original instrumentals and it's like recorded professionally so like you have to invest into that um 
So I think like with anything, like you can't expect to like be like, I'm gonna get into this and I'm gonna start making money. I think you have to yeah. be like, I'm willing to inject a lot of money into this and then like hopefully long term. But like that, that was never like a, a motive. Money was never motive for it, and I never made a penny off it. It was just a bit um, of crack at the start, yeah. Just a bit of crack, and then, yeah, because so many people enjoyed it, decided to make more. But you know, it, it's it was like it took so long to start releasing more content. Even still, like, cause I've only released like a couple of videos just in my free time. We put it together very slowly, um, and like you know, I would like to release content like more frequently, but I still have don't don't have the time for it really. Um, that's that's far enough like i mean you, you do have other stuff outside of it it's not like you can just sit and write all day yeah it's like fuck i'm, I'm like a full-time student and then like obviously i was working at the same time and trying to balance like other hobbies and fitness and stuff like it's it's hard to make time for it you know do you team with belfast mentality first come out was it like instantly big or did it was it more of like a gradual increase in terms of its popularity it was like it instantly took off and then, like, just when we thought that it had, like, peaked and, like, it went quiet for a bit, there was this whole, like, second wave where, like, it took off again. The second wave was on YouTube, wasn't it? Because, yeah, like, cause I remember like, it was, like, it did not have anywhere near a million views. And then it just started turning up and people's recommending and stuff and just blew up from there, didn't it? Yeah, because, like, we uploaded the Facebook one and that ha that's, you know, people started, like, tagging each other. People started sharing it. And like in the space of a week, it might have creeped up to like a hundred thousand views, and then it just kind of like simmered down. And then the YouTube one, which like I don't know, even I, like Patty didn't even nobody really told me like, oh, I'll make a YouTube channel for that. I was just like, obviously people will want to see this in the future, so I'll put it on YouTube, so it's like people can find it. Yeah. But like whenever whenever promoted the YouTube one, it was always the Facebook version that we promoted. Yeah. But then somehow the YouTube one just like got discovered and it just took off and like. Next thing you know, it was 40,000 views. Next thing you know, it was like 100,000 views. Next thing you know, people were doing like reaction videos to it. And then like, it all went quiet. And then I think it kind of went viral on TikTok again, like a oh, year or yeah. two later. Well, that sound. Yeah, and then it just it. like, it just skyrocketed after that to like a million views, which was nice to see it just getting recognized. And like, it's good to see that so many people enjoyed it and stuff. Definitely. Like, I think it shows you how big the video was because there's people that recognize me from the video when like i'm literally in the video for like 15 20 seconds do you yeah, know what i mean i always think that's crazy and it's like people being like you were in that video and i was like but i like how do you even remember that do you know what i mean <laughs> i know which like, is wild i know fuck it's it's crazy and then there's but, people do you know the bit where it's like up at where where was it in the park um and it's like me you and mark are like walking and we're telling you how to like win the fight. There's people yeah. who like think that I'm trying to like rap along with you and just absolutely okay. butchering it, but it's literally like me talking in real life, and it's just so. Yeah. Oh, they, I they like have to explain to people that it's like no, I'm not just that shit at lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't it's trying. It's mental. It like so many people have looked into that like small small part of the video. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. Yeah. And then even when it first came out, like there was legitimately like loads of loads of people just sending me screenshots of the video of like the bit where like i'm holding a knife like a moron it was so weird oh i love that bit it's such a like, <laughs> yeah, like five minutes like of, like the video is five minutes and there's so many different like locations and mm. things going on there was a lot to it because like it, it took us months to put that video together because like the song itself was ready in like a week and that was like say january yeah and then the video didn't come out until like may because it just 
because we're all busy and we're all full time mm. at other things, we were just like anytime we were free, we got together and shot like a quick part of the video. And then like a month later, we shot another part. So it took like so long to put it together. But even though like, it's been a long time since I watched it, but even though I like when I watch it, I'm like, fuck. So we went to TQ, we went to the bar, went to the gaff, went to Cave Hill, you know, like there's so mm. many different things in it. You had a lot of problems with the fucking the park and having to reshoot that as well, which added extra time. Yeah, fuck, I don't even want to get into that. Like, I know. There so many, You'll like, end up fucking so screaming, wouldn't you? I know. It's Far enough, like... Dick, like... Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, there was, like... I'll, I'll, I, yeah, there was a, a guy who was meant to be in the video. He who shall not be named. He, he ended up just, like, being full of his own importance, and he, like, he spent the time shooting for the entire day, and he, he was a friend of mine at the time, said, like... Uh, oh here actually I thought about it like I can't be in this video here because like it's a bit scummy and like you know I know yous are all scumbags but like I have a future and like I have this job and like I can't oh, be a part of it I just, I just realized that there now so like I wasted your time but you know I'm sorry and that was it Um, so then we had to like that Jesus whole Christ. day of footage which was like good footage and yeah. it was like a lot of work went into it like months later we had to like put that back together again reshoot it with like different people and all so um which i'm glad we did in the end because it ended up like being better yeah you know the, the footage that we did end up with uh but that was just like the sort of shit that we were dealing with at the time it that was so that that really delayed like the, the the release of the video as well which was probably yeah. doing your nutting because like you you said as yeah. you said earlier on you were like busting to get it out there oh no i was like so fucking excited like there was a time where i was like I might actually just release this with like no video and then like like everybody in the team was like no 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 don't do that and then i was like okay well then let's just release it with like the footage that we do have because even still it's amazing yeah and i'm sure it still would have got like plenty of attention but i'm glad that like i'm i was patient enough and i waited because like the finished result was like really really good no it was um, definitely i do wish like in hindsight that like i spent more time making like more content before the release of that video yeah because but i had no idea what i was doing because like i'd never done it before i was just like i want to get this out but uh you know i, I could have like sat on it for even longer and put together like you know more videos and released things more regularly for people but you know that actually that leads me into one of the questions i wanted to ask you is in in terms of like the wigu's character and the brand and stuff were what other creative avenues do you want to take that down in the future that sort of you know interconnect or are different from the rap yeah well at the minute like it's all it's all just parody rap like it's like we're certainly not taking ourselves seriously just hoping that people like have a bit of a laugh yeah. but i feel like there's only so much parody rap you can do and it's all a bit bucked out so <laughs> like I, I there's there's new content coming out whenever things you know uh, steady out a bit so like we're gonna we're gonna like wrap up the parody shit with like you know a good conclusion and then like i'm just done with that and like i still love um i still love like hip-hop and rap so i would like to use the platform to try to release just like you know just hip-hop or just rap yeah. you know what i mean and see how that goes because there's like there's a big platform there there's a lot of people who would enjoy it and there's a lot of people who ask for it so we would try that out and see how it goes and then other than that you know i've thought about doing like comedy sketches um like little mockumentary videos even just like you know i'm big into gaming so i could you know even just try like streaming that kind of stuff but uh, you know we'll see we'll see how things go in the future anyway just one thing at a time 
Um, the, um, but it definitely like the mockumentary idea. That's by far my favorite. I think I'll be unreal. You know I would I mean? love to do it, and like I have so many ideas, but I just like it's just getting people together, being like, right, let's all like set aside some of our time. Let's yeah. get a whole team of people. Let's get a location, and it's just even harder now to do any of that with COVID, because I kind of like I don't know. I think just like to get shit done for me. I just sometimes have to just like do it on my own mm-hmm. and just be like, right, I'll, you know, write and record the song and like, you know, what I, mean? I don't know. It's just like, I, I think like relying yeah. on other people can sometimes like delay the process Definitely. a lot, which is like, it's actually a lot to do with what, you know, why we didn't release content more regularly. It's just like, you know, if it was all down to me. If I could like write and record and shoot the videos like completely by myself, there would have been like regular content. But I think like, just you know, doesn't, you're relying on other people. doesn't really work especially when like obviously you're a full-time student and then people like have all these full-time jobs and stuff you can't just expect people to take full days off for shooting yeah so exactly like everybody's got like different uh you know routines and different schedules and like fuck these people no, for having there's lives. no money no money involved so nobody's yeah. gonna be like yeah fuck i'll take the day off work yeah. um it's fair i don't know it's it's, it's it's a shame that people can't just take days off work and do it because it actually would be unreal Fuck, well, I've, I've took plenty of days off work at the minute, like, <laughs> fucking hundreds of days off work. You, um, no, what, see, for the, for the mockumentary, you sent me the, the Eminem video, didn't you? You were, like, wanting to do it in the spirit uh, of that. That was, that, yeah. that was a good video. There was, like, yeah, an Eminem video where it's, like, Eminem goes back to high school. And I had, like, all these ideas of, like, We Goose goes back to school. And I thought it would be good to make a mockumentary um because that's how like that's that's when the whole we goose thing started like when i was in school it was like an alter ego where like you know that was yeah that's the people were actually wondering why where did we goose come from yeah well like goose is the nickname that i've had since i was like 13 there was like for some reason because my name's fergal but like for some reason people can't comprehend the name fergal so whenever i started school people were like fergus we're gonna call you fergus and then yeah. there was some other guy who was like, no, it's not Fergus, it's Fur Goose. And then it just evolved. And then people were just like, it's just Goose now. Yeah. So people just started calling me Goose. It's like a really boring story, but it's just that my name just evolved from Fergal to Goose and it just stuck that with was, me. That was your first um, tattoo, wasn't it? Yeah, I got fucking Goose, Goose. tattooed there That's when cool. I was like 16. And then back when I got that tattoo, like and showed it to people, they were like, oh, like, why would you do that? Like. You know, you're lucky because there's still time to get it removed. And I was always like, why the fuck would I want to get it removed? And yeah. still to this day, like, it's one of my favorite tattoos. I love it. And, it is. Uh, it's, like, simple and just, it actually means something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if this reminds, because people were like, oh, you're not going to be called Goose all your life. And I was like, yeah, but it reminds me of, like, my childhood when I was called Goose and all the shit that we used to get up to. Um, so that's, that's how the nickname came about. I actually used to lie to people when people said, like, how did you get the name Goose? I used to be like, oh, fuck, I was at this crazy house party and like I blacked out. I don't remember anything, but I woke up the next day in bed with a goose and they were like, what? Are you serious? And I just thought that that was like a better story because whenever you told them like, oh, people just started calling me goose. It's like really boring. Um, Do you know when like people, sometimes people did ask me before and I'd be like, I would just make up some story about like you were in the waterworks and you got like you started fighting this goose. Or like you bucked a goose or something, and like was, people were like, you know what I mean, it was really weird to like tell people that your brother had sex yeah. with a goose, but it was probably still a more entertaining story. You know what I mean, yeah. 
I mean, I had to tell people that story myself, you know, like, because people were like, oh, you woke up in bed beside a goose? Like, what did you do with that goose? And I was just like, I don't know, man. Look, I don't Can't know. Remember. I'm not saying <laughs> anything. Some things happened, all right. <laughs> um, but still, yeah, it was a better story. And then, uh, so that was like the nickname, but then, like, because I went to like the snobbiest school you can imagine. So, um, like, I was always up to no good, and I was out, like, being a scumbag on the weekends. Um, do you know what I like? Uh, do you know what I find amazing about like you having the goose tattoo? Instead, it reminds you of your childhood. Most people who have tattoos that remind them of their childhood is when their like dad would take them to the park, or you know they would go to the <laughs> water park with their mum or something. But you're like yours is like yeah, goose reminds me of when I would scumbag out of the barracks down. Yeah, exactly. Like that was back the days. So I was a fucking head kiss. Um, but that's the sort of shit you want to remember. That is. Um, yeah, so it became like this meme because I would be like up to no good and everybody was like snobby as fuck. Um, I think like I became a bit of like a, a laughing stock in a way where it's like, oh, like there's fucking goose, the scumbag. And I just like, <laughs> I was a class clown at the time. So I just like lapped it up and yeah. went along with it and like exaggerated this whole fucking character where I would just sit in class being like smicked out. And it was all just like purely as a piss take. But that's how like the whole wee goose thing started. And then, you know, years later, the rap came about so we were just like oh we'll just like we'll just call it we goose it literally mean, worked perfectly it yeah just but that's why then i thought like it would be good to do a mockumentary where we goose goes back to school because that's where it all started yeah um yeah. that is that's 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 a lovely story how classism started the the best belfast rap music ever yeah so i mean um is dragon album album soon yeah well there's like um there's there's a mixtape that's like that's ready it's like a lot of old things that were like prepared after belfast mentality or yeah. around the same time as belfast mentality and it's kind of mixed in with like a couple of new things and as i said like that mixtape is just gonna like wrap everything up and conclude everything for like the party shit and then um you know after that we can move forward and do other stuff it's is it is it like just the remixes or is it actually or is it like original lyrics and stuff yeah, so we're like, well, yeah, um, there's a lot of people that want Belfast Mentality on Spotify, but we can't do that because we don't own the rights to the instrumental. So yeah. I've went and, uh, like, remade the instrumental, and there's now, like, a couple of different versions of Belfast Mentality, which are going to be on Spotify, and it's going to be mixed into, like, a mixtape. Yeah. And it, it's going to be, like, loads of other songs, um, but they're all kind of, like, the same. You know, if you like Belfast Mentality, then you'll like the other songs. They're the same kind of, like, theme. It's all just, like, Belfast party shit. Um. Good shit. So I just I just thought it would be fitting just to put it all in together and ship it out there and get rid of it. <laughs> Look, the best gonna be the we just, we we did hear this mixtape. It's gonna be the best rap album of all time. Ah, oh, the best. Tell me, it's gonna it's gonna ever. put good kid Mad City to shame. Yeah, um, that's it as well. Like soon it comes to like, cause it's a it's a mixtape, so you're like, oh, this guy's like releasing shit and he's taking himself seriously but it's all it's all a piss take yeah but you get like there's a few people like locally who like they release music and mixtapes and shit but like you know they take themselves seriously which is which is good because yeah. that's nice but they try to like i think they try to like stir the pot and like home in on me i'll be like oh like let's fucking like slabber about wee goose because like you know he's just a fucking joke and i think they're trying to like like you know, they'll be like, oh, we'll diss him and he'll diss us or something. It'll give us a bit of attention. Yeah. But it's just not what the fucking platform's about. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the platform's sure. just about like parody shit, just taking piss, having yeah. having a laugh. Um, it's sad that people actually 
prob- there is some people that probably think you're serious. I think, you yeah, because I mean? there's, there's so many people. Like, you know, everybody seemed to know it was a joke and they're like, this is funny. Yeah. And then there's some people, it's like it just went over their heads where they were just like, like, he's not even really like that. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. why is he getting on like that? You know, he's not actually who he says he is. As if, like, people don't know that. You know, they said in the comments, like, yeah, you all think this guy's class, but really, he's not like that in real life. And it's like, no shit, man. It's a fucking joke. Fuck like, me. are you thick? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's but, like it's, be, it's like being surprised that Eminem isn't, like, Slim Shady. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I think, like, weird. I think it just boils down to, like, whether or not you have, like, a sense of humor or, like, a good sense of humor. Or, it's fair enough if, like, if you just don't think it's yeah. funny. If you're like, I know this is a joke, but it's not funny. Yeah. That's fair. But it's the people who think that it's, like, completely serious and they're like oh it's like you're a cunt you're not you know what I mean? yeah it's so stupid it's like you literally i don't know how you, i don't know how that can go, go over your head it's like i felt like a sausage that's how bad i was battered that's so obviously a piss take Do you know uh, i'm mean? talking about fucking a fella who stole my phone <laughs> like do you think that i am being fucking serious do you think that i'm gonna buck the fella who stole my phone what the fuck is wrong with you cunts um, and then there's the people that are just straight up like He's taking the piss out of Belfast. Like, that's not funny. That makes us all look like dicks. And it's... Laugh at yourselves. You're a fucking joke anyway. Stop acting like No, like, this is the city I grew up in. And, like, this is the shit that, like, I see (laughs) put together in my song. Just Um, lots of people bucking fellas on the Dublin road. That's what your childhood was. Do I get, right? One part of the song where, like, it's like, give a fag. I don't have any fags. You know, give me your fucking fags. That was a thing that used to happen to me, like in town all the time. Serious? Where like you'd be walking through town and people would try to tap fags off you, and they'd be like, "Here, give us a fag," and like you know, whatever. If you have a fag, you give them a fag. But like nine times out of ten, you don't have a fag. Yeah, so you're obviously. like, "Sorry, mate, I don't have a fag." And then there would be the guys who'd be like, "I said, give me a fucking fag," and like I, I, I used to love that because I'd be like, "What is wrong with you? Like I just told you that I do not possess <laughs> cigarettes." And you're asking me again for a fag? Like, I do not have a fucking fag. so stupid. The amount of times that happened to me. Um, I think the audio... I don't know if I can hear you anymore. Hello? Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Sorry, maybe you just... Yeah. It's just Discord. It does that thing where it's just complete silence if no one's talking. Can't even hear static in the background. Um, This one's really random. And, like, I only realised... Like, is Mark winning his next fight? Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I hope... No, see that video you showed me of Mark? Honestly, one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen of like him in his garden, and he's just oh, like yeah, yeah. screaming. Yeah. So Mark the barber, he's on the run and he's out in Oz at the minute. Yep. In Australia, but he's he's he competes in MMA and he's fighting again soon. And he sent us this video of him like <laughs> just being a fucking animal in his back garden, and like it's just amazing. <laughs> uh, it's just the Mark mentality, and you know he's he's gonna murder this cunt when he when he does fight again. So. <laughs> I'm actually not. They, I think last time I was talking to him, though, he said that the the guy pulled out. So I think he's getting like a different opponent lined up or something. I'm not 100 percent sure what's happening with it, but you that's, know. that's that. Honestly, I'm disappointed. No, I bet you he actually like he just pulled out because he saw that video and he's like, "Why is that guy pretending to throw gorilla shit at me in his garden?" Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would like if I was fighting a guy and I was training away, minding my own business, and he sent me a video of him in his back garden acting like a fucking gorilla i probably would would pull out of the fight i'd be like this guy is like no like i can't i can't fight this guy you know 
do you well I, I suppose you already like talked about this before but do you plan on making any songs about things other than Northern Ireland slash Belfast <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what was that? I don't know uh, what that was. Yeah, for sure, like, yeah, there's only so much you can do when it comes to, like, parody about Belfast. Like, it's funny, but it's fucking, it is bucked out. Oh, nice. And I know that better than anyone does. So, as I said, like, I'm going to wrap it up and move on. And then, like, that'll be the last fucking a last, A last hurrah. Do you know what I mean? It needs to be something yeah. just so you ridiculous. Put the nail in the coffin and just fucking bury that shit you know what i mean that's <laughs> fair enough um this is like this is unrelated to you but it's just a question that he asked anyway they get far to cancel someone for a tweet they made when they were a teenager uh no i think that is a big load of dick to be honest i agree um, i don't know because like your your views as a teenager do not represent your views oh, yeah. yeah as an adult and like you know, I, I've put, and it's just like, I think when you're a teenager as well, like you don't realize like what you're doing when you're sharing things on social media Yeah. and you don't realize the impact and you don't, you know, like you don't, you don't really know what you're talking about. You might just be like writing something that's just like a thought in your head at the time. Yeah. And then years later, it might be taken completely out of context and people might be like, this is his views today. Yeah. And like, obviously it could be something really bad. It could be something like extremely racist, extremely sexist, you know, like that sort of shit like you know yeah you should look into it and be like what's he saying and like does does he's you just need to be like critical of it you know you need to think like does this person still have these views today yeah how measure it up how bad is it really is it just a joke is it a harmless joke because if it's a harmless joke then just fucking you know wind your neck and you can't yeah i think people are like easily offended but at the same time like if it's something that's very offensive to people, then, you know. Do, do you know what I, I really, like, get the notice about, like, cancelling people and stuff is that whenever, like, you talk to someone on their own, very few people individually get offended by stuff. But it's like, as soon as they get in a the group, they're all so collectively horrified that you just made a joke about X, Y, or Z. And it's like, but yeah. you're not like that by yourself, do you know what I mean? Like, why, why are you changing? I think it's just, like, because people, like, portray this image of themselves on, like, social media. Yeah. And I think, like, you need to portray that you're offended by something so that people know you don't like agree with those views or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's uh, so... social media for me. I fucking hate social media in general. It's fucking terrible. So, like it is honestly, yeah. people literally yeah, are just it. fucking morons on social media. I know like the shit that like it can do to you like mentally, if you're too like invested in it, like you're like pretending to be somebody you're not, you're letting like other people control like what you want to do and stuff. It's just not, it's just not for me. It's like, it's very, I don't know. It's just like, and as well, it's so the people that made these, these apps and these platforms are so smart and they know what they're doing. So like, they're going to make it as addictive as possible. And you're just going to be stuck on your phone for however many hours a day, scrolling mindlessly through Instagram. Yeah, like, those apps are all, like, designed to be addictive. They're designed to, like, keep you hooked and to yeah. keep using it for as long as possible. Um, it's, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, a money-making thing. Like, they don't actually give a fuck about you as a person. They're just trying to, like, make money off ad revenue or, like, selling your data or something. Um, oh, property. Like, did you see the um, the Netflix documentary about that? Or it was, like, a, a drama, docudrama or something? Yeah, the, uh, the Social Dilemma. Yes, that was terrifying yeah. and disgusting. I know it was metal, like oh, that's like brutal. Like it crazy. literally shows you how easy it is 
to just like control people yeah and then even like you know because there is that side of it where like there's these big corporate titans like controlling what you do but then there's also just like what it does to yourself if you're big into social media because you're going to be like constantly like posting images where you're trying to like present yourself as this thing that you're not actually Mm -hmm. you know yeah and you're only doing it because other people you know are presenting themselves as this thing that they're not so you're looking at it and being like oh like i need to show people that i'm like this as well so you go and post certain things and you know if you're gonna use social media like that then you just shouldn't use it and I think that's why, like, I stopped using it is because, like, for me, I felt that it was a bit toxic and I wasn't really doing it in the right way. But then other people use social media just to, like, you know, share things, raise awareness about things. And, you know, if, if you can use it in a healthy way, that's great. Yeah. But it's all about it. For me, it just became too much of a distraction as well, where, like, I was spending, like, hours just scrolling the feed when really I should be, like, doing work. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. That's... There's so much more productive stuff you can be doing, like reading book. Or something. Yeah, I'm reading a book. I don't know what productive people do, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's always <laughs> shit. Like, a... yeah, I wake up at half three in the morning and go for my five-hour run. Just I shut know. up, man. <laughs> then I go back to sleep for half an hour, and then I go up. Or I wake up and do my second run and all this fucking shit. It is mental. It's like, nah, you have to be in bed for eight o'clock. Cause what do you actually do after eight o'clock? Oh, you <laughs> you enjoy your life? Yeah, fuck off. Go to sleep. Yeah, and I was like, you work a nine to five, and you come home. I go to bed at like seven o'clock, <laughs> get up at three in the morning, and it actually is. Stuff. That's what that. That's what they have you doing. It's just like now nah, yeah. you go to sleep and you wake up, and you do all your work. And this person just says he's a legend. Sure, a legend. Oh, is there people that are like asking questions and saying things? Yeah. Oh fuck! I didn't know that. A lot like, of these I questions where, have been. I like... wondered where the questions were coming from because you were like, "Oh, somebody's asked a question." And I was like, "Where? Where are those people? <laughs> Can't see them." <laughs> No, that's sick. Can I see the questions, or can you, can you only see the questions? Um, I actually, no, I can only see them. Fuck that's you, okay. Fargo. You can't see them. No, They're actually just on my okay. phone. That's right. Okay. Um, fair enough. Somebody, yeah, but this person just says you're a legend, and then as well, I put like two of these question boxes up at the same time. So like, lots of your questions is people being like, "Yeah, why are you a fucking communist?" Because like the why other one. Yeah, it's like people for the like they were putting it for next week's guest, but they were like putting it in your box, being like, "Why the fuck are you a communist? Are you a fucking idiot or something?" Yeah, all right. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like you know this person may be slightly behind on the Wii Goose train because I've just asked, "Shall there be a Belfast mentality part two? When there's been like three songs, what is it, three or four? Yeah, there's been a few out there. No, so you need to bring yourself up to speed, son. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Start watching them all yeah. fucking that. <laughs> yeah, but that uh, yeah, no, that's. How do you feel that Eminem? Look, I know it. I know this is a really touchy subject for you, but how do you feel that Eminem stole your beat for Belfast mentality? Do you know what? Like, like if you don't want to answer this, I know it's really personal, and, and you know it really hits in your heartstrings. I but I don't really want to get into the Eminem beef at the minute. But yeah, like for those of you that don't know, like Eminem stole my instrumental and it's like, it's hard for, you know, artists that are unheard of Uh, to make it in the world. Small artists. Yeah. When like we're being stepped on by cunts like Eminem. So 
you know what i mean like if eminem wants to like message me privately and we can we can talk about this that's fine but other than that like i, I don't really want to get into it like if this is this is my message to um marshall um look you're gonna have to award him monetary compensation upwards of you know triple digits yeah like yeah. we're talking like 500 pound like big yeah money. we're talking like 500 550 you like, I mean? like no nah, right that's too far fergal like that's yeah like mate you could buy like a ps5 yeah. for that yeah well here even if he just wants to like send me a tanner you know what i mean yeah, just that would be <laughs> just paypal my tanner you sure <laughs> right? um no but it, it, the things about i don't get this question the things about belfast make him cringe like like people making videos about belfast or like belfast youtubers yeah oh, that's a big thing like for sure because like I cringe at my own songs sometimes. Like, there's some of the songs I I cringe at it, and I'm like, I can't believe I did that. But at the same time, like, you know, there is, like, a platform of people who want to see it. So that's kind of why, like, I do it. But then sometimes looking back, I'm like, you know, that doesn't actually represent me. That's a bit cringy. (laughs) But there's people who enjoy it, so I'll just leave it out there. Yeah. But I, I get that too. I think it's, like, because it's only a piss take, you shouldn't look at it like that. You know, you shouldn't yeah. be like, oh, this is cringy because this cunt's like pretending to be a rapper. Just be like, oh, it's just a bit of crack. He's just having fun and that's it. But there is some things I see from Belfast and like it makes me cringe, but I know that I'm part of it as well. So I, what can you do? But the thing, the difference between like you and other people from Belfast is that like you are so obviously like like doing a caricature, whereas like some people actually do worry. I'm like, is that like you actually that's your personality yeah Do you know what i, I think mean? it's cringe because like it's not cringy if you're just like you're from belfast but you're just trying to release like honest music yeah and like but then there's people that like you know they're like i want to be a rapper and they take this image of like an american rapper and try to try to pretend that that's who they are Do you know for what real I, like yeah i'm only taking the piss but they're like actually being like you know this is who i am as a person and it's that's when it gets a bit cringy Do you know what i see up a lot with is when like people from from here and like northern ireland as a whole try and do like grime or drill and like they don't there's no belfast to it it's literally just like they're pretending to be a roadman and like they 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 rap in like an english accent and stuff and it's like but you're from here like why i know that that kind of annoys me as well we're just like yeah this music is popular in the uk and like i enjoy it myself so i'm gonna try to like replicate it and like that's, it'll that's, never it'll never take off like because oh it's, no. it's like i i honestly obviously like when you you're rapping in the belfast accent yours is like meant to be funny but like when people rap in a belfast accent apart from literally like john sue i just don't think it sounds good like it doesn't sound as good as other accents you know what i mean yeah it, it's a shame that like i don't know like there's i think there needs to be like a certain sound from belfast for it to be like mainstream but yeah i, I don't know if like i you know like a uh, like a Belfast accent would ever really make it like mainstream it'd be, it'd be yeah. weird especially depending on like what the Belfast accent is because if you're like yeah. one of them specs who can barely speak you're like probably not gonna do yeah. it don't but, but then I see like a lot of videos like of these English rappers and like yeah like there's a lot of music that comes out of like you know like central London and like it's all very popular but then there's also like popular music of these like you know there's like um, like Scousers and Geordies 
and then there's even guys from like scotland as well and like they've all got very thick accents but it yeah. still seems to be very popular and i kind of listen to it and i'm like like that accent doesn't sound good compared to a belfast accent so like why yeah. can't the belfast accent get more momentum going yeah. do you know what i mean it's probably like a bit of just like over analyzing the belfast accent being like that doesn't nah, that's not right that's not right because yeah. you're so used to like american rappers and stuff yeah i think it's the cringe factor as you said because like I don't know like i noticed this thing where like down south like you know guys like versatile who are very popular like yeah. they just get like nothing but support and that's great but i think like up here you don't really get as much support as like criticism where like you know people from belfast don't really support if anyone belfast music if they just want to create like not from belfast is watching this we're all hateful cunts don't come to belfast yeah that's what it is it's like if you're trying to do something a bit different then like a lot of people are just gonna like cringe at you and be like critical of you yeah whereas like you know in other places if you're trying to do something a bit different you might get like more support people be like yeah that's fucking cool man but it, it probably is and then see as well like versatile are just very like they're very like true to war like their own culture and stuff like they're not trying to be other things like they're just talking about you know being with your mates and sniffing cat so it's very like it's literally like the epitome of like relatable for a lot of young people yeah which i sure. think helps them because it's not them rapping about their fucking their ice yeah exactly um it's just like they're just having fun and like yeah. people like that but if i think like a lot of people make music and it's like you know it's, it's like either like you know very aggressive or it's like you know very sad and like that stuff's good but it's harder for like you know it's it doesn't appeal to like a mass number of people and stuff so yeah I suppose like music that's just like just a piss take will always appeal to people because it's just funny like do you know what I mean it entertains you yeah, for sure yeah um what the fuck what the... yeah no there's so many there's so many responses about communism for some reason and also fucking Luke Brown you fucking pervert he, he asked him would you rather or this okay. is this is our lovely cousin alright um <laughs> 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 would you rather suck a period pad dry or eat a block of knob cheese followed by a bunch of laughing emojis ah uh, fuck well i'm that's a tough one i mean yeah, i know both so delightful yep you know i'm not saying that i do it but there are some people out there that eat blocks of knob cheese on the regular um so like <clears throat> yeah i mean just <laughs> 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 yeah, so I I gotta go with that because I think that's like you know that's it's like it's people do it, people do it. You know it's all right to do it. No, yeah, if you do it, it's it's sweet. Like don't be worrying about it. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I'm gonna say. Like I'm just don't do it. But like if you do, that, it's sweet. That's where my allegiance lies. Anyway, you know that I'm more in that territory. I would be that sort of person more. So like that's, that's probably, probably what I... the worst thing you could ever have allegiance to. <laughs> what do you have allegiance to? I. Probably knob cheese, yeah. Something I'm a big fan of. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking. I don't know. Do you know what it is? I was. What do you. What do you think of astrology? That's a ponderous look. I don't know. I mean, are we talking about like meteors and shit? No, no, not not astronomy, astrology. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm such a cancer. Yeah, you're a cancer to society, that type of one. Oh, like all the signs of the zodiac and shit? Yeah, that one. I mean, 
I don't know. Because, like, I checked my horoscope for the day, and it said that I was going to, like, meet a handsome man and fall in love. But, like... And here you are talking to me. (laughs) Here I am, (laughs) naughty. So it hasn't happened, and clearly... Fuck do you mean it hasn't happened? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not really into that. Actually, like, you know, because I've met a lot of people who are big into, like, checking a horoscope, so I am always like, check mine as well while you're at it. But, like, I never, like, I never actually think into it or read into it. I just like to hear it and be like, oh, yeah, that sounds nice. Or, like, oh... That sounds a bit shit. Do you know what uh, I I think would be brilliant? Is like going is like going to a psychic with like um like a hidden camera or something, and yeah. just like make what whatever they say, just go with, and then at the end be like, yeah, no, that's true. I fucking hate <laughs> I you. You're so stupid. Because yeah, you know the- you go in and you're like, you know they, they do that thing where they're like drawing the information out of you without you knowing, and they're like, yeah, I can feel like a J or like maybe your ninety five year old grandmother died or. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, do you know what I mean? And then you just go along with it and just see how far it takes you and see the ridiculous shit you can get them to say. Because like, I feel these people are just, what's the word? Degenerates. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like you get yeah. a lot out of them. Yeah, I would love to see that as well. Because um, it's like, there's like comedy shows you see where there's like a medium standing in like an audience and he's like, you know, is there, is there a Paul? No. Is there a, a Jeffrey? No. Okay, and that's about what it's like. You would just sit there, <laughs> waiting until they say something that's like relevant to you. And then yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's what they do though. It's like they like read your body language and all. So then they'll be like, "Yeah, is there a John here? Oh, there's just five Johns here. What a surprise!" Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm convinced they probably do like a bit of background research on you, or like you know, get you to fill out like a form or a survey before you come in, and then they go and like look you up online or something like they that. They just go straight higher, onto like... your Facebook. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, it actually no, I'm not into that shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I actually don't know how people believe. Like, like especially psychics. Because this stuff, like, yeah. it's, like, the stuff that they come off with, it's like, yeah, I can feel your husband. What are you talking about, man? I know. People probably have to look for some sort of, like, reassurance if they're, like, a bit lost. But really, like, you shouldn't let it control your life if, like... Yeah, I know. know. It's like, no, yeah, I, can't, should... I can't speak to you or be friends with you because I'm a Taurus. Yeah, or like they're searching for like what they should do in life through all this stuff, but really you should search within yourself. <laughs> exactly. Be yourself. Follow your dreams. Be, follow yeah, exactly. That's a good old motivational quote from We Goose. Token smick. Oh, that's that's BLM. That's not motivational. <laughs> well actually that um, is motivational. Ghosts. I'm terrified of them. Do you? Are you a ghost man? Ghosts are um, ghosts. Like I, I don't think ghosts are real, but they still scare me. Like I'm like hearing creaks in the house. I'm like, no, yeah, that's the woman in black. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy a good ghost story. Oh um, yeah. But I never like I never would sit about being like you know afraid of ghosts or like there's a ghost coming for me or like I must have heard a ghost in my house like you know. But... I I love I love a good ghost story like. Yeah, the, I agree with you on that there, especially in Donegal, where you're like in the house, completely dark, and they're telling you yeah. about the banshee. Oh, fucking fuck yeah, terrifies yeah. me. Yeah, the banshee story gets you every time. Like, no, seriously, I remember there was one time we went down there, and it was like, do you know, do you know, in the upstairs and like the bunk bedroom, there's the cubby holes in the walls. It was like I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know my uncle Dennis, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like he had like he was like hidden in the walls or something. He like crawled into one and was just screaming and pretending it was the banshee and just scaring oh, the shit out of us. And we were all like seven. Oh. And I was like, No, I can't be here. You're gonna have to take me home. Sorry, you guys. That's, that's fucking terrifying. Like that's <laughs> terrible. Uh, that would traumatize you for life. I remember, like, because my mom's big into ghost stories and yeah. stuff. So that that's probably what got me into it. Um, and we went to Edinburgh. And, like, Edinburgh is, like, there's a lot of, like, ghost stories. And, like, it's it's got a spooky history about it. And they have, like, the underground vaults. Yep. And the, the underground vaults are said to be haunted because, like, all these terrible things happen down there. Yeah. And you can go on, like, a ghost tour. So we went on the ghost tour. Um and I, and like there's a part where they fit you all into this like tiny tiny room in the vaults and they get the like the story gets like really really suspenseful Fucking and they're like sometimes hell. you know you can still see the figure down here and then all of a sudden like this big like hooded man just like busts into the room and just screams in your face and then just like runs away and i remember being fucking horrified of it <laughs> like i was just a child and i was like holding my mom's hand at the time and i just fucking like squeezed her hand as hard as i could i was just like don't lie, Fargo. Uh, this was like two years ago. This was, yeah, this was last year. Um, <laughs> no, and I, it traumatized me. And then um, there was another one where, like, we went on, like, another tour the next night. And they put you into this big, like, tomb yep. where there was, like, bodies buried. And then they say, like, you know, the, the poltergeist usually gets people who are at the at the front. So everybody makes sure to stand at the back. So, like, I was like, Mom, we need to go to the back. So we went into the very back. And then, like, halfway through the tour, they tell you, like, we actually lied to you. It's actually the people at the front that he gets, or the people at the back that he gets. So then I quickly was like, oh, fuck, we need to, like, run to the front. And, like, ran over. I think that's just, but that's just, like, you know, desensitized me. Like, doing all that shit, like, I'm a childhood, just desensitized me to, like, any, like, scary stories, scary movies, anything. So now, like, you know... None of it would like phase me now as an adult. Do you know what's, like, what still gets me though is like, like the the movies, right? <clears throat> and specifically, like, do you know Annabelle? Yeah. That fucking doll. I remember like watching that movie. That literally scared the piss out of me. I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm not doing that. The fucking doll's too weird. Like That's it's like uh, it's tangible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that one did used to. It, it was a creepy, creepy movie. It's really good though, but. That's the sort of shit I'm saying now. Like, where I would go and see that as an adult and just be like, that's a good movie. But as soon as I leave, like, the cinema, I forget all about it. But anyway, yeah. like, as a kid, you leave the cinema and, like, you go home thinking about it and all. Like, I... Do you know what I remember? Like, when I was a kid, like, and this is going to sound so weird, but you see Shaun of the Dead. I remember I couldn't have been older than, like, nine or ten or something watching it. And it was, like, the bit where they're in the garden and, like, there's a zombie and he just, he just like, falls down a slide. And it's, like, meant to be comedic. But for some reason, I fucking terrified me. And for <laughs> weeks, I, like, couldn't sleep because it was, like, thinking about this zombie going down the slide. I'm, like, tell people about it. They'd be, like, yeah. What's wrong it's with funny you? that, like, shit like that gets you as a kid, though, because even, like, um, I remember on the GameCube, I had Luigi's Mansion and, like, like we're talking about Luigi's Mansion here, yeah. like it's four children, yeah. it's all cartoony, it's all like comical, and it used to like scare the shit out of me. I remember after playing it one night, I just couldn't sleep. Um, terrible, but Mansion. like I had, but then like, but then I also had Resident Evil, and like that, I never got phased by that. That never scared me. Yeah, you know the zombies and shit. It was all very real, very scary, but I was fine. But Luigi's Mansion still, still traumatizes me. There's like something about scary games though. Where, like, when you're playing a scary game, it's different to watching a movie because, like, you're in control of your character. 
and like yeah. you, what, you're like, I don't want to go into that room. I know I have to go in there to like progress the yeah. game, but I'm gonna have the shit scared clean out of me. Yeah, because the shit's actually like jumping out at you. You know, it yeah. must be crazy doing it in like VR and having all the stuff jumping out at you. Yeah, that's insane. That people will play like until dawn or something in VR. Like you yeah. have to have balls of steel. I don't care what age you are. I would not do that. I know, like, can you imagine doing that while you're, like, tripping? I would be, like... <laughs> Life's over. Your life is over level. at that stage. That's next actually... level shit. Just a moment of silence for all the people that have died tripping while <laughs> playing Outlast or something. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. PewDiePie's definitely done that. He was a fucking Outlast god, god back in the day. Oh, was he? I think so. I don't know. That's mental to me that, like... He literally has like a hundred million subscribers. Like that's the amount of people that that is. I know it's crazy. Like the amount of money that he must be getting just for like stupid videos. Just, but that's where you want to be, I suppose. Just doing meme reviews and like meeting Elon Musk and shit. Yeah, you see, fucking like KSI now. He's like he's like making pop music and yeah, it's so weird. And then even though he's like YouTube boxing matches, those are like the the biggest pay-per-view numbers ever and it's guys that have like never boxed Wild. before in their lives it's literally like complete amateurs and they're like what why like logan paul he's like oh and one as a professional with a draw as an amateur and he is now fighting floyd mayweather it's crazy like like that's the most floyd mayweather shit i've ever seen to just be like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take him, the guy who's just never fought professionally before against oh, an yeah. actual fighter. And yeah, he, he sells it in a way as if it's, like, a good fight. Do you know what I mean? Know. Or something as if it makes sense. But, like, really, like, it's crazy to think, like, people that have never, like, put on a pair of boxing gloves in their lives, but, like, suddenly, because they've got such a big platform, they're just, like, I'm calling you out. And, like, everybody's like, oh, I want to see that. Yeah. So, like, they'll pay the money for it. It's so it. weird. And then, like, as well, it's, it's just... just he sells it because like Logan Paul's bigger than him but it's like Floyd Mayweather will like that's an advantage to him because he's not going to be fast enough to catch Floyd Mayweather it doesn't matter if Floyd Mayweather's 55 years old he's not going to he's not going to touch him yeah it's crazy like and then, and then like Floyd Mayweather would never take a fight that he that he couldn't win either so like exactly he's not he's not stupid enough to take a fight that he's going to lose yeah like that's why he waited well probably what it was about 25 years in Manny Pacquiao to turn like yeah. 36 and then he was like yeah now nah, i'm gonna fight you yeah and then you get all like the casuals who are all like yeah but like he might be able to beat floyd because like he's got like the youth on his side and he's got like the fitness on his side and you're just like yeah but you know he's, he's never boxed before so yeah like... exactly and see as well it's like floyd the the way that floyd has maintained his body and his fitness throughout a 21 year career is literally like no one comes close to him in that department because he's just always in the gym. Like, do you know what I mean? He's, just, he's that guy yeah. who's like, yeah, I'm going to go train at 3 a.m. Why? I don't know. And then, like, you know, that, like, even though he's, like, retired, like, he's still, like, in the gym. Oh, like, you know. He's, training, he's for sure. He's bound to be in the gym every day doing something yeah. and just keeping himself sharp. Yeah, like, he'll never be rusty, like, because oh. he probably knows. Like, he probably, like, knows that he still has, like, a certain amount of, like, exhibition fights left in him and he probably yeah. has it all planned out and stuff. So, like... He can legitimately just keep getting his money and like performing it as like a relatively high level and just I don't know. Oh, yeah i'm gonna go in here and bulldoze this like like do you see what he did to that like japanese kid 
Like that kid, yeah. that guy looked. That guy was like twenty six, but he looked fourteen, and he was like five foot one, and he was like eighteen million for like three minutes. Yeah, that was crazy. Like it's just the the amount of money that goes into. It. Although like like Floyd always tries to put on a show still because he could probably like finish the fight sooner. Yeah, but he doesn't because he's probably like I want the fans to think that this wasn't just like a a walkover. Grab. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It wasn't just like you know me battering this fella like i want him i want people to think that it was a fair fight sort of thing i think i think that's what he done i still think that that's what he done with conor mcgregor like people give oh, conor yeah. mcgregor credit for going 10 rounds with him it's like floyd let you go 10 rounds yeah completely Do you know what like, i mean yeah i think he just wanted it to be like this was a fair fight you know no, he's, he's literally he's, like walking in like this here when have you ever seen floyd just be like yep okay yeah go ahead hit me yeah exactly and then he said like <sighs> the game plan was like oh mcgregor's never went you know 10 rounds so like take him there and he'll be in like unfamiliar territory and that's what that's where he'll gas out and that's where we'll be able to get him and all that sort of stuff but like he, he could have done it a lot sooner oh 100 percent. and like say if he had actually went in and boxed mcgregor like he had boxed anyone even just half that half that way he, he would have had mcgregor out inside like four rounds because he would have missed every single shot that he threw yeah. Like, McGregor's not used to that that defense, and that just, you can't touch me, haha, dickhead. And uh, I think you could tell at certain times, like, McGregor was getting very frustrated with it, where you could see him, like, just fucking swinging for, like, the back of Floyd's head and everything. And, and he was just, like, going, like, a door in the back of his head. Yeah. Like, he was wrapping the yeah. fucking door. It was so weird. And the referee was just like... Yeah, all right, doesn't matter. Floyd's going to win anyway. Sorry, yeah. Pay off the referee, and you're sweet. <laughs> you know I mean? That's a lesson for today. Corruption. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up here, Fergal. It's been yeah. a pleasure. That's okay, my brother. It was good. It was good indeed. Oh my god, word! Thank you, thank you for having me on the podcast. Bit of Biddles with Oshin Biddles. Yes, exactly. What have I 